It's Wednesday, July 27th, and this is Brian with The Morning News. Give us five minutes and we'll give you the headlines you need to know to be in the know. President Biden will speak Thursday with Chinese leader Xi Jinping. Amid new tensions over Taiwan, the war in Ukraine, and a decision over whether to remove some Trump-era tariffs. Separately, National Security Council Coordinator for Strategic Communications John Kirby said Tuesday there would be a robust agenda during the call, including about Taiwan and the war in Ukraine. The two leaders last spoke in March when Mr. Biden warned Mr. Xi that China and its relations with the U.S. would suffer consequences if Beijing provided assistance to Russia in its military assault on Ukraine. The call comes as House Speaker Nancy Pelosi weighs a possible trip to Taiwan. Mr. Biden is also considering lifting some of the Trump-era tariffs on Chinese-made products, though his advisors are split on the policy. In other news, facing a potentially grim report this week on the economy's overall health, President Biden wants to convince a skeptical public that the U.S. is not heading into a recession. The Commerce Department on Thursday will release new gross domestic product figures. Top forecasts such as the Atlanta Federal Reserve's GDP Now are predicting that the figure will be negative for the second straight quarter, an informal signal that the country is stuck in a downturn. The White House, however, is disputing that benchmark. Two negative quarters of GDP growth is not the technical definition of recession, National Economic Advisor Brian Deese insisted during Tuesday's White House press briefing. He added that the most important question economically is whether working people and middle-class families have more breathing room. Dees and other members of the Biden administration are preemptively telling voters not to judge the economy by the GDP or inflation alone. Around the world, Russia plans to pull out of the International Space Station, a move that threatens to end years of collaboration on the orbiting research facility. Yuri Borisov, the director general of Roscosmos, as the Russian space agency is called, said Russia would leave the facility after 2024, according to an exchange between him and President Vladimir Putin that was posted to the Kremlin's website. The country will fulfill its obligations for station operations until it leaves, he said. Russia's invasion of Ukraine strained international activities in space, scuttling several missions and stressing decades of collaboration among spacefaring nations. Earlier this month, NASA issued a rare rebuke of Russia after cosmonauts on the facility were shown in a Roscosmos social media post holding flags tied to parts of Ukraine that Russia had invaded. The country's move to leave the station could complicate plans to use the station for the rest of the decade before its retirement. Last year, the U.S. Space Agency said the White House had approved an effort to continue running the facility through 2030. Back in the U.S., record rainfall inundated St. Louis early Tuesday morning, closing major interstates, stranding drivers and residents on flooded streets, and downing power lines and traffic lights. The city saw more than 9 inches of rain in the past day, including 7.68 inches in 6 hours, according to the National Weather Service. That broke the previous 24-hour rainfall record of 7.02 inches, which was set in 1915. One person died after their vehicle became submerged in water, the St. Louis Fire Department said. Heavy rain early Tuesday caused flash flooding of small creeks, streams, streets, and underpasses, while fire and emergency personnel conducted dozens of rescues throughout the day. Scenes on local television stations and social media showed fire and emergency crews in boats 
evacuating people from flooded homes and cars. And the U.S. has reported about 3,600 confirmed or suspected monkeypox cases, federal data showed, while jumping near the top of the list of countries with the most known infections since the onset of the global health emergency. The rise in cases comes as the U.S. expands testing capacity, broadening the ability to spot new infections, but also as the global outbreak continues to grow. Some public health experts said rising transmission heightens the chances a broader population will face the risks of infection as the opportunity to slow and potentially stop the outbreak is fading. Now you know, and you're ready to go with the morning news. These headlines were brought to you today by Podmeo. Start your podcast easily at podmeo.com, the world's number one podcast hosting. Subscribe to this daily morning brief on Spotify, Apple Podcast, and themorningnews.com. Thank you for listening.